What's up? Welcome back, man. Out of Bounds Basketball Podcast. Checking back in. Let's get this season two back popping. We've been uh, damn MIA for a little bit. Uh, back with the same guys here, Terry Rouse, B.J. Bryson, and myself, Brandon Moore. Um, hey, man, a lot, hey, look, man, it's been a lot shaking and moving in basketball the last, what, three, four months. Yeah, like crazy. A lot of movement. Uh, we've seen guys getting traded, guys getting moving around, people unhappy with the situation. Uh, you know, overtime just came out with a new league, so a lot of things are happening in youth, NIL, you know, kids can make money out their names. So a lot of good stuff's been happening, man, since we uh since we since we did our last uh show. Yeah, man, you got the Lakers done went and built the uh built the built the old folks home all star team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Old time, but they yo they got the forty five and over league popping now. Um, yo, it's going super super crazy, man. But let's just go ahead and um, so we don't beat around the bush with it. Talk about what everybody else talking about right now. The NBA getting ready to start preseason going on. We yep. got this whole vaccination, non vaccination. We ain't got no opinion on it. We just gonna talk about straight up. Um, I think you know like ninety percent of the league is vaccinated, which is great. We got ten percent not. I guess the big case right now is um, is he got Kyrie Irving. He's got what three hundred and eighty one thousand dollars. I want to say that's per game that he per game, he's gonna, yeah, per game, per game which just kind of makes my head hurt. But then you got uh, Wiggins who tried. Well, he was gonna um, use his uh, his religion reasons for not getting vaccinated. Man, those folks hey, don't man. care about that, man. <laughs> hey, man, look, he, hey, look, he found out quick when they said you're gonna miss four twenty-five a night. Uh, uh. <laughs> Three days later, he's vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah. Them numbers Yo. started adding up. His agent, his agent was like, "Dude, hey, you're not touching another contract like this. So you better get that money, man. You better start playing." <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny about that whole the whole deal? That's the situation when you might blackball yourself out the Oh, completely. Completely. Right? Completely. That's, no, you're absolutely right. You're like, like you're one, like you're one phone call away from somebody being like, just get, just go ahead and get rid of them. And Kareem had actually started that. I don't think people had kind of realized that, but Kareem had kind of started that narrative, like you know, you're a bad person or you're not like a humanitarian, and like I mean that whole jazz. So Kareem had started spreading that narrative a little bit. So. Um, that's a great point. I, I mean, I think, I mean, really, that's probably next. And Kara, and um, Kara, but uh, Kyrie, he's right there with it, man. Like, and that's like they're gonna probably rip that contract up. I would give him. He's got. I'd probably give him until the season start, and I wouldn't be surprised if um, Adam Silver just ripped that contract up. I think he didn't he get vaccinated. I think no. he did. I, I think I saw something today with what they said he's still waiting. Uh, yeah, somebody, yeah, I'm about to look this up because I thought he did. It's a possibility. Uh, I thought I saw it too, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm, yeah, I, yeah, no, he still he still hasn't. So they're saying he's not able to practice with the Nets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and I and, and you know what the funny thing about Kyrie is. He he might already be vaccinated, and, and he just don't want to go through the preseason. That's it. 
Like that's the type of like like you never know what's going on with him. So it's like he's so up and down. Like you never know. But he's probably the only guy who probably wouldn't get blackballed. Honestly. Nah, they'll blackball his ass. You think and so? The, yeah, he's too controversial. He always got an issue. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's done a lot over the last couple of years. He's very militant. You know what I mean? So they don't like they don't like guys like that. That's that's any organization. You know what I mean? Any league, yeah. And the thing about it is, I think they're gonna be close to ripping them contracts up. I really think that's a that's gonna be a great excuse for them to get an out on that contract. All right. Yeah, man. So um. Oh, Ben Simmons. Ben, yeah, let, oh, yeah. Yeah, let's talk Ben Simmons, man. Talk Ben Simmons, man. What are y'all? What are man? What are y'all thoughts about Ben Simmons, man? Is, is he crazy? Hey, you know what's you know what's interesting. It's, one of the interesting things that I, you know, I, I heard conversations I heard about them. Uh, Joel and Beep said, you know, our whole offensive system has been about that. So when you put that in a nutshell, you think about it. You know what I mean? I look at both sides of the spectrum. I, look at, I see it from Ben Simmons' side where they, um, they kind of threw him under the bus on some shit. You know what I mean? They ain't back him up. It was like, you know, that shit Doc Rivers said. Well, I don't think he can win with him. What's they say? It was his fault. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they didn't score him on his way, but I still get it too. Though he was bald ass man, so. Like you got I mean, hold, they can't, they count. can't, ba- they can't baby a guy that they just paid that they're paying thirty two million dollars, thirty two million plus a year. And, I mean, my whole point. That's my. That's 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 the point I'm trying to make. Like yo, I get it. I understand both sides of the spectrum, right? But I, I think personally, if they've been putting an offense behind you or creating an offense for you to. For you to produce it and shit goes south and then you start balling up and whining, I ain't gonna do this. Like, ah, that's tough, man. That's tough. I, I feel like he's been a little girl about the situation. He is. I mean, my opinion on the whole thing is if everything Joel and B said was true. I mean, the offense is built off of primary ball handler and a big, right? True five. And I mean, they've given him all the opportunities in the world to be able to shoot, you know, make open shots and be more aggressive offensively. He's just choosing not to do it based on his own mental limitations, right? Like he's psyching himself out of a lot of that. Like, it's not that he's like, I don't think he's incapable of doing it because if you watch him in the summer, he's comfortable. I just think he's mentally psyching himself out when the lights come on, you know what I'm saying? He just becomes a one dimensional guy when the lights come on. So uh, you know, I don't feel sorry for that situation. I mean, he's he's not helping himself because he's not his trade value is is half of what his contracts were. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, nah, that's true. That's true. But I think what like what really messed him up on top of all this head issues that he got going on is that the whole uh, uh, Doc Rivers comment when um, I think Doc Rivers, he said something like he doesn't know if Ben Simmons AEO can lead a uh, championship team or something like that, right? Exactly, what I brought up earlier. I think that kills. I think that that right there, and then what Embiid said, that kind of compiled on it. You know what I mean? The first after the after the loss, and I'm not talking about now post now. I'm talking about like after they lost that game. Yeah, and I will actually say this: I'll say Doc Rivers was out of pocket for that. Yeah, he was definitely totally. But I think also, I mean, I think he was emotional, so. He said, I mean, no excuses for him. You shouldn't have said that on the air. That should be like gentleman's talk, right? You just sitting down after the game at the crib with a 
glass of wine, like, man. <laughs> you know? Well, that's true. Is that because Doc Rivers should be in the hot seat for this? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think Doc Rivers made as many mistakes as Ben Simmons made during that series, coaching-wise. Yeah, he's terrible with adjustments, though. You know, we both know that. But we all know that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he doesn't he doesn't have Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett anymore. You know what I mean? So, you know, you could you could get away with not adjusting. Yeah. When you got, yeah, when you got super high three guys, but I mean, you know, if Three, you look at the Hall of yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at the structure of the team now, he don't got that. So his coaching ability is being exposed a bit when it gets to the X's and O's because it's like you don't got those guys. Like they can't, they can't just get you out of bad coaching situations. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think they did being a little dirty. He got a but, but right. There's always a but. There's always a but because you're a professional, you right? Bread, man. Yeah, my whole thing is you're a if you're shooting also if you're shooting thirty percent from the free throw line, under thirty percent from three, like dude, I can't really feel that bad for you. I mean, it's okay. Like I'm not saying it's okay to be a bad shooter, but if you're shooting thirty percent from the free throw line, I mean, come on, that's worse than Shaq. I think Shaq shot like. 40 something percent from the free throw line. Dude. He's shooting with the wrong hand. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yo, they say he's supposed to shoot with all his right hand, yo. So, my thing is, like, if you just make the adjustment, right? Just just make your adjustments, man, and put the work, show people that you're putting the work in. That's it. And you, and you, uh, you live and die with your work. That's it. If it doesn't work out for you, then it's not messy. It's not Who do you blame? Do you blame Ben Simmons or you blame? You blame the trainer. I oh, I, I blame me personally. I'm gonna blame the whole situation. Yep, I'm gonna blame the whole circle. I'm gonna blame Rich Paul, his representation. I'm gonna blame the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm gonna blame uh, whoever he's working with, and I'm gonna blame Ben. Most importantly, Ben. Yo, you got it's just hours, man. Put time in. Just put the time in the shooting, man. That's it. That, that's that's probably the I one mean, each player can actually really fix. Is making yo, you can fix that shit, man. You can fix it. You can. You gotta put the work in. It's, I mean, that's just confidence at that point. But yeah. I mean, he's working with arguably to me, I think one of the top three guys in the business when it comes to, uh, you know, from a training perspective, right? Player development. So. Right. I can't. I can't really say it's Chris Johnson's fault because I'm pretty sure he's put him in the right situations to be a better shooter. Well, let's not put Chris on the hook now. Has he been with Chris the whole time? I, for the past two seasons, two three seasons, he's been working out with Chris. Okay. So, like, he's been this season. He's working out with Chris. Last season, for sure, he's working out with Chris because that's you know D Book was working out with those guys, and I know the season before he was working out with with Chris. All right. So, so well, but let's talk about this though. He's an all star. Yeah. All defensive team. Yeah. All all NBA a defensive team. Yeah. Like, what else do you want from this guy? How are you going to replace him? I think he's a tough replacement in that system. But I've always said you can't have Embiid 
and Ben Simmons. I don't think that's a good. I just don't like that lineup. I don't okay, like but the lineup. I mean, but, but, I mean, so you're pretty much saying he's Matisse Thibault. What'd you say? He's Matisse Thibault. You can't have two of those guys on your roster. Right. That's like, that's like Tony Allen. Like, what was Tony Allen's biggest knock? He's, he can't do anything offensively. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like you can't have Matisse Thibault and Ben Simmons. You got to choose one bad shooter. Who's it going to be? Man, I don't, I don't agree with that. I, I look at it like this. Like, uh, if you're a basketball player, you can just shoot in a mix with anybody, right? I mean, like, you, like this stuff is unheard of back in the 80s, 60s, 50s. Like, those, it's, that's just unheard of. So, All right, well, let's no, go ahead, finish. My my thing is is like you, know, you just you just gotta coach around that, right? You know his he's a he's a first team all defense. He's averaging eight or nine assists a game, eight boards a game, and fifteen points. True. I mean, honestly, well, he's very productive, but you just you can't really kill him for not performing in two or three games or one series. Really, you can't. He just ain't show up. Point blank. All right. Well, let's shift real quick. We'll shift and we'll kind of let's just use that as like a segue. Ben Simmons, right? I said Joel, uh, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons like didn't mix well. Let's talk about just like last night in the preseason, right? Right. Uh, the 76ers played the uh, Raptors, right? I saw that too. The 76ers a shot uh, 34-3. The Raptors a shot a 34-3. Orlando played Boston. Orlando shot 42-3. Boston shot 40. Atlanta played Minnesota. Atlanta shot 38. Minnesota shot 41. New Orleans played, oh, excuse me, Atlanta played Miami. New Orleans played Minnesota. They shot a 37. Minnesota shot 43. The Hornets played OKC, shot 33. OKC shot 47. And you can kind of see what it is, like just just pretty much what I'm saying. And Golden State shot 69 last night. Yeah, and I saw that. 16, I saw that. They shot 69 threes. So what, if, like, so what I'm saying is that the like style of play has to be shifted drastically with somebody who wants the ball, short corner, Mid post, and you got a guy who is not stretching the floor, who's giving him the ball. So his guy is always the help guy, constantly. So really, honestly, he's stifling and beats the game a little bit. Well, I mean, he and the game is shifting just based on those numbers, right? The game is shifted, right? The game shifted, but it's 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 so much that so much you can do with him though. You don't even have to. You don't have to run a pick and roll. See that he's a great passer. See that's the difference. It's not like he's, even though he's not making shots, he can he can create an extra ten three ball. Ben Simmons is a trend. If you ask me, I think the way they could win with Ben at point guard is that if Ben is playing in transition more. And half court he kills you. Mm-hmm. I think Ben Ben is a transition guard who could pass that heck out of the basketball but the problem is now you got Embiid he's dragging what 7-1 290 up and down the floor is he going to be able to run the floor or is he going to just be like dragging back at half well, well, well that just co- exactly what you said it conflicts what they want to do are you a, yeah. are you a low are you a under 100 points a game 
team or are you scoring 120, 125 plus? Okay. So we just saying? highlighted what the problem is right there. They yeah. don't have a style. They don't have like they don't have a style of play. Right. And, and both of them is both of them is the problem because you can't play too fast because MB can keep up. Right. And and then you can't play half court set all the time because Ben can't. He's not going to take open shot. Yeah. What you could do is you, you can you can actually move him a lot and have him move the ball or start him at the elbow. But then you take the ball out of his hands. Or do you blame the Sixers? No, that's a great point. Or do you blame the Sixers if they're not bringing in another uh, change of pace uh, guard, like somebody that's the complete opposite? You need a you need a guard that can still shoot off the bench, and you need two more. You need more shooters around. Him. That's it. Just get you need more shooters. shooters. You need three shooters around Embiid and Simmons. That's it, right there. Shooters. More shooters, shooters, and then guards that can play off the bounce and create a little bit better. That's what you need. They don't yeah, need. They don't even need guards that can play off the bounce. They just need literally three shoot, three or four shooters that they can rely on that can shoot 36-plus. That's it. That's it. That's really all they need. And just play through – just, you know, at least then you can hide Ben Simmons' weaknesses. But, but well, well, you know what? He would be your guard to play off the bounce. He's your driving kick guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's your downhill guy. He can make those passes, and he can make that pass to the dunk spot. Like it was, it's not that hard, man. It's just they stopper. They've been stopping what they doing. That's all. So yeah. Like, but it's a Sixers problem. It's an organization. organizational problem. issue. Yep, it is. Like wanting to play a certain style, and they don't have the personnel for it. Nope. Yeah. Hey, man. Real quick. Um, I haven't watched much preseason. I just kind of watched some highlights, but um. Let's shift real quick again. Who do you think is going to be the uh, rookie of the year this year? NBA. NBA, yeah. It's going to be Jalen Green, man. I, I, it's hard for me not to say that. I think he's in the best case scenario. <laughs> Jalen Green for sure. He's in Houston, right? I'm not mistaken, right? He's in Houston, right? Yeah, yeah. he's in Houston, yeah. I think, yeah, if they, if the ball is in his hand, if he, if he's getting up 20 shots a game, yeah, he's going to be. He should be player of the year. Well, Unless, surprise me. I don't know. Oh, you got your boy from uh, Gonzaga, too. I don't know. But I got Jalen Green, dude. I got Jaylen. Well, Jalen says he's, he's already – I can't even call him the rookie of the year based on the fact that um, uh, he's still got Cole Anthony and he got R.J. Hampton down there with him. Too many too many, shot, too many people shooting the ball. You're not going to be able to get his shots, man. So he's splitting time, but I think Jalen Green is the he's the favorite right now, and Houston and John Wall because I'm because you remember on draft night like we were talking and I said all right Jalen Green that's telling me right now that John Wall is gone for sure and John Wall and the Houston Rockets have decided on shopping so they're shopping John Wall right now. Mhm. Makes sense. Which I think which I which I think is great for him. Um, I just want to see where John's going to try to land because I think that could be kind of crazy situation too. But um, I think Jalen Green is the favorite like, for the uh, rookie of the year. Now, who I think that's going to have probably some crazy – who's going to have the most craziest games? It's probably Cam Thomas. Dude, let me tell you something. I yeah. watched him play yesterday. He does – he's not fearful of nothing. No. Nothing. No. Nothing. No. No. Nothing. No. Nothing, man. He he he's a he's a 
he's a microwave scorer. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, he's. I I feel like he's underrated. Like I don't high. think. I don't think people understand what he what? is, yeah. and I don't think what they're gonna. I don't think they understand what he's uh, gonna be right. after playing with KD and Harden and Kyrie for a couple years. He led them in scoring against the Lakers. He had 21 on 50 percent shooting. <laughs> that guy's a special talent. Special. Yo, he's special, special, man. You're not gonna see too many that come through like that. No. Nah. You're not gonna see too many that come through like that. I think that guy, he's he's a once in a generation guy, and I think they got us still. Yeah. You know, hey, you know what's crazy? I still think he's probably the best scorer that ever came out of Virginia. It's just my opinion. I'm from the area. I can't you think argue. So? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not I'm not arguing I'm not arguing it. I'm trying yeah. to think of somebody better, but I but I I mean, but I can't think of anybody that's actually. I can't, I can't, I man. I've seen them all. I mean, from Iverson to ones no names that, that didn't make it. Like I, I, I just don't see it. I don't see anybody doing what he's doing and the way he do it. You know what I mean? Oh, he does it. He, he make. I'm excuse me for a second. B. He actually looked like a smaller version of sport ball. Like he make it so easy, right? Oh, who? I'll come like, towards the mic a little bit. You know how Katie's scoring the ball? He makes it easier. Like he makes it look so easy. There you go. Now you're right. No, you're right. He's a smaller version of KD the way he, he scores the ball. Oh, man. That Absolutely. For the ball. I'm not going to lie to you. I watched him score that 21, man. He just looked like he's out there just working out. Right, 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 right. <laughs> it's KD-like. It's KD. It is very KD-like. Like he's off out. one leg to the side, and there's no, like, and it's kind of crazy because I don't even think he's going to miss it. Most of them, I'm like, yeah, he ain't going to make that shit. Like, like I'm talking about other other guys. Yeah, because they're tough oh. shots, dude. <laughs> I'm like, they're not going to make that shit. Like, he's he's making them consistently. Like, he's one of them guys you just got to live with. Hey, you got to live with whatever he gives you that night. Right. Point, point blank. Because he's just that good, flat out. Nice. Anything else in the program we need that we haven't touched? No, bro. I, I do want to say, uh, hey man, I think uh, Poole is gonna be—he's good as hell, man. Let me tell you something, man. He's gonna make some money. I don't know what his contract looked like there, but they gonna have to—they gonna have to figure out something. Yeah, yeah, he, yo, he's good as hell, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Who are we talking about? Jordan Poole. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he'll bucket, man. That's another—that's another really good score, man. Yeah, thirty. Yeah, thirty on the blade on the Blazers. And he's shooting it like he's shooting it deep, like Curry Like yeah, he can shoot the ball really well, man. They're gonna be hard. That's called having that mentor, that having that having that older guy, that veteran. And you got him, dude. You got Steph. You got Clay. Clay. Draymond. Moody, yeah. Moody, yeah, Moody. yeah, yeah. They're gonna be, they're gonna be by the time after All Star break, they're gonna be a very interesting team to watch. Oh, I think the biggest pickup that I think the biggest pickup, um, you know, that I want to see is the one I want to see play is Javale McGee in Phoenix. Mm. I think that's gonna be tough. 
which I find interesting that um, that the Suns and DeAndre Ayton was trying to work through his max deal, and now all of a sudden, uh, uh, Phoenix don't want to give him a max deal. Mm. They bring him again. <laughs> which is which is crazy because Ayton is good as hell. Which is telling you what's going to happen this year. They're going to uh, diminish or or minimize his role. And play a Javel a little bit Cause he, more because he's cheap. So, yeah, he's cheap, but he gives you something that he's more athletic. He runs the floor. He's gonna block more shots. He's the energy guy. He's he's gonna give you some things that Aiden really can't give you. But then Aiden can, but then Aiden can give you a lot offensively, like that uh, a Javel McGee can't give you also. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be. So they really got the center that they were missing in the final last year. Man, right. Mike. Nah, man, I'm glad it's back. Like, I'm, man, like I'm glad everything is back rolling. And I like uh, Chauncey Billups in um in uh, Portland. I think that's gonna be dope to see him that's with. Good, um, that's a good uh, situation Dame. for Dame. Yeah, good for Dame and it's good for Chauncey. He's got guards that kind of move like him, play like him a little bit, kind of similar. Um, I mean, he's an elite guard, so he those guys gonna listen to him. You know what I mean? Yo, I want to see what he does with Anthony Simmons because I think Portland either either Billups has to figure out what he's gonna like do with that kid, or they need to let him go. Just get rid of him. Just, just my thing is, yeah. just get this move, man, because they're not using him. Yeah, because he's super tough. He's super tough. Talented. I don't understand how. I don't understand. I don't understand the logic behind some of these coaches, right? And you got a kid that can give you 20 points off the game for 20 minutes. Like, you got minutes for him. You know what I mean? And your big contract yeah. guys are uh, uh, McCullough and Dame, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody else is dirt cheap. You let you let go Grant. Like, you got – oh, you got uh, – what's the name there? What's the guy name? Uh, they just signed uh, the, 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 the 6'5 guard, like a combo. Um, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, Powell. No, no, no. But what's the other guard they had? They drafted. Uh, uh, uh Gary Trent. Trent Jr. So you yeah, got Gary Trent. Yeah. Nah, Trent's gone. He is. You what's sure? Trent? I'm pretty sure he's gone. Yeah. I could. I could see what he's doing. Pulling up their roster right now, but I think he's gone. Damn. I think so, he's gone. They got uh Greg Brown, which I think was a great pickup. Marquise Chris, Quinn Cook, Robert Covington, CJ Ellerby, Dane, Nasir Little, CJ McCullough, Ben McLemore, Larry Nash Jr., uh, Nurkic, Patrick Patterson, Norman Powell. Norman Powell was the guy they traded um, that when they uh, when they got to get um, like when they lost um, Trent Jr., Anthony Simmons, and Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah, can he can he do something in the league? Oh, you know what the you know you know what the funny thing about him is he's just about on his way out of the league. Man, but, he about to he about to be in Italy somewhere, man. But if he's smart, if he's smart, he can stay in the league by just figuring out. Because if you ask me, he compliments uh, uh, Lillard and CJ McCollum very very well. But I ask you this: Do you sacrifice some of that 
instead of playing Anthony Simmons. If it's me, I'm playing Anthony Simmons. And then you got to think, is Dennis Smith Jr., is he going to beat Norman uh, Powell out for those minutes? The answer is no. Norman Powell is too valuable on the defensive end. There you go. And he rebounds rebounds the ball at a pretty high clip. Yeah. So I would be surprised if Dennis Smith makes that final roster in a couple weeks. That's my like that's my personal take on it. You really want to be real with it. That's what I personally think. The wrong era guard. Yeah, yeah. What now? He's he's Steve Francis. He's uh he's a no. I'm not gonna do that to franchise. He is a he is a poor man, Steve Francis. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, but it's, it's, <laughs> You said Steve Francis, and I went and got in my feelings a little bit. So he's so he's a poor man, Steve Francis. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I, 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 would, I would never say he's better, but you know, that's what he's yeah. like. That's what no, I think. He moves like him too. Right. So you he think like you him. think he gonna end up being a guy that just make a ton of money overseas? I don't, man. Overseas is overseas is worse than the NBA. Like, like that is total like. Euro motion, Euro pick and roll. Um, it's it's so open and you like dude, they're taking so many threes now and the game is played so fast and it's in transition three. Like, dude, if you do Golden State took sixty nine three. Like, if you can't shoot the ball You're not gonna be on the floor. You're not gonna be on the team. <laughs> but that's what I was t- <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> AT, you heard what, what we was talking about. I said, yo, a big, like, a big that can shoot the ball is more valuable than really anything today. Not even a big, a 6'8, 6'9 hybrid wing that right. could guard three to five, right? Yeah. Is the most valuable player in the NBA today. I'm going to tell you this anybody that can make a shot. Is valuable. You're valuable. Like you're yeah, valuable. You, like you're valuable. But think about it. If you six eight six nine, you're a hybrid wing, and you can shoot the ball at a high clip and defend three to five, you're gonna get paid in the NBA. Yes. Yes. You'll get paid. You'll get, you will definitely get paid. You will definitely get paid. Let me tell you something. Very My sleeper pick for all defensive team this year is Scotty Barnes. Telling you, Scotty Barnes. He said all defensive. Like I think he's gonna be. I think he'll he could get honorable mention this year, in my opinion. I think. I think he has everything that all the uh, tools, but I think it's gonna be so much for his ass to learn this first year. He's got that natural ability though, man. He can pass the ball really well, rebound well, and he can defend really, really well. But uh, but. Yeah, but defending it in the damn NBA, that shit is like doing algebra some algebra some nights. You, like, you, you miss what I, you miss what I said, T. But I said Scotty Barnes could make honorable mention for all defensive this year. In my he opinion. might get. Nah, he might be first team all all defensive. I told you, B. I knew he was. Uh-huh. I knew he was gonna be with me on this one. B. He's yeah, a he'll, he's a yeah. But I, oh no, he he has every tool Ayo, to absolutely be a great a defensive guy. I just think that it's gonna be it's it's so it's so much he's gonna have to learn about the NBA game 
and terminology and style of play and uh, and like the schemes and stuff that they're doing that they like that may give him a little hard uh, time. But every but I mean everything else, I can't argue. So he's I mean, like, if he figure all like so if he figure all that stuff out, it's very yeah. touchable. It's very touchable. So man, ask, hey, look. So what about college? Yo, for the first time, there's no Duke, no Carolina, no Kentucky, uh, no UCLA. Um, like, I mean, you got Gonzaga sitting at number one right now. Look, wow. Duke is look, Duke is inc- incredibly good. Let me tell you, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just on start paper. there. Duke on has paper. the best. No, no, Duke has the best player in college. But on paper, though, right now we just talk. About no, 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 no. But I'm saying Duke has the best basketball player in college right now. Okay. Sure. Come on, you got to drop the name. Who are you talking about? Paulo Benchero is going to go number one in the draft. He's the best player in college basketball today. That is the most skilled 6'10 kid I've ever seen in my life. Ever. Ever? Yes, at the high school level? He's the most skilled 6'10 dude not named Kevin Durant I've seen in the past five years. Let's go there. Okay. <laughs> in the past five in the past five years. That kid is a guard at six ten that is comfortable playing big. Hey B John, you just forty five that shit for real. I did. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to spit I had to I had to spit I had to spit. Hey. Hey man, I had somebody use that term uh today. Yeah. And I was and I was like, that shit was funny. Hey, that kid is good, man. And he's in the right system, too. That's just the craziest part about it. Like, that no, dude's system good. is perfect no, for him. He's super good. He's super good. He's super good. Now, and I think he like 260, too. 250, 255, somewhere around there. So, who do you, so, so my question is this. So, my question is this. Are you taking Banchero, Jalen Duran, or Chet Holmgren next year? With the first pick. Me personally, in the NBA game, I'm taking Banchero. Who are you taking, T? He, ain't even seen, he, he hasn't even seen him. He gotta, you got to watch him, T. I don't know, man. Uh, T, T, you yeah, got to let me. Hey, ask me that question two months from now. Watch the kid. Watch the kid. Watch the kid. Remember, taking it to a play. The NBA game is very different. Yeah. Slender Man man in the league, I don't know, man. No, I'm not saying that. I like Ben Shiro, too. Like, I watched a lot of, like, my son watched a ton of, like, I've been been on him for, like, the last two, three years. Like, I really really like his game. And, matter of fact, I like him out of all three of those guys. But I really want to see what he does in college. Like, I want to see what he does at that next level. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, just like I want to see what I mean, all the rest of them do also. I, I, that's why I want to give you that. Cause I want to see. I want to see. I want to see what you guys do coming in. I, I, I don't want to just give you anything. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm not the prediction guy unless I'm really comfortable with it. You know what I mean? No, nah, he's right. tough. He's super. He's super tough. I can't disagree with you at all. Matter of fact, I'll probably co-sign that because that's probably who I would take one. That's probably. Who and I would and take he's one. he's I would just take a guy one. who could he could like I said three through five. He's athletic as hell. He's a big dude. So defensively, you know, he's going to board. He's going to rebound. He can shoot the ball pretty well. 
you know, I probably I probably say he's probably a, a 33 to 35 percent three point shooter. Could he could obviously he's gonna be one of those guys where like they're gonna say, oh, he can improve his shooting. You know what I mean? He's not a great shooter. He can improve his shooting, but he's not. He's you're not about to sit. You're not about to rondo him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like yeah. Yeah, I just I just think for his type of his type of build, man, he's just he's what you want Ben Simmons to be. Mm. Like if you like obviously Ben Simmons Ben Simmons is an NBA, so I can't say that compare him to Ben Simmons in that aspect. Yeah. But if you looked at if you look at Ben Simmons coming out of high school and you like, okay, like he's like when you look at both of those guys, they're the same build, six ten. Right, mm-hmm. he handled the ball pretty well. Ben's probably obviously a way better passer, but you know, hey, to me they're the same. You know what I'm saying? So, so do you think uh, Benchero should have went to Duke or should have tried out the G League or one of those other leagues? Crazy thing is, I I was always you I can you can even ask Radius. I said, yo, he's gonna go to Duke. Like okay. when he announced his final three, I'm like, no, this that's perfect fit for him though. It's the perfect yeah, I'm system. like, dude, it's the perfect so, system, in my opinion. So let, me, so let me ask y'all this. What do you guys think about um, the overtime league? Great, great league, in my opinion. I think it's, it should have been shit. I wish it was there when I was playing shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I, I think it's... it's it's what what it, what it what it's going to do is it's going to put the NCAA on notice, right? Mm-hmm. Is and it's now you don't have that. You have to go to college, field. You know what I mean to get to that next level. So, I think it's just, you know, I think it what it's doing is just checks and balances, man. It should, you know, you needed that that extra lead to push. You know, players. You know, get people other opportunities to get to the league, another avenue. You know what I mean, and to make some bread. You know what I mean, because everybody's not college students. And a lot of players, you know, especially in my era and the era before mine, probably should have played pro. Was good enough to play pro, but wasn't in a situation that they can be developed to be a pro. And that's you know off the court, off the court, and you know on the court. So I, I think it's a good thing, man. I, I really love what they're doing out there with that. No, that's true. That's true. No, that's true. I definitely, definitely will co-sign, man. I think. It's something different. Um, I think they'll only let you go if you're a rising junior or senior or older, right? Yeah. Right. I think it's a rising junior and above. But I thought it was a sophomore. I mean, this one um, sophomore, right? Is it? Or was he a reclass kid? I honestly haven't. Honestly, crazy enough, I haven't even looked too heavy into it. My whole thing on it, though, is, like, you need, like, these parents got to be very strategic about, like, the money is great. I think the free college education, obviously, is a no-brainer. But at the end of the day, you got to look yourself in the mirror and be like, am I an NBA guy? Like, right. if, right. you're, an, if you're an NBA guy, overtime's perfect for you, my opinion, right? What? But even let me. But even if you don't, even if you don't make the league, you're paying for your college, right? You still yeah, can go. But, but you but, can go overseas. But, but, but I mean, what I'm saying is, look, think about this right here. 
you might not make the pro, you might not make the NBA your first two, three years, but you're still a pro. So that that's that stuff you learning from that that program or whatever that league is gonna get you somewhere somewhere to get paid. That's how I look at it. You can get paid somewhere. Might not be the NBA, but you can go overseas and be great. Right. You see what I'm saying? And you're getting that free education already. So it's a no brainer. It's no asterisk behind it only with me. That's true. I got it, man. It's I think it's good for kids to kind of get like an early start. And I'll tell you this. I'm going to support anything that will allow uh, young men, African-American men, minority men to be able to pursue all of like their dreams as early as these uh, golfers and these, like these tennis players. Soccer, European guys. I'm all for it, man. Like, I mean, and I hate to say it, but like school is just not for everybody. Uh That structure is not for everybody. Some guys are horrible uh, college players that may be a decent pro like style player. So I'm all about them exploring like different opportunities at such a young age. I think that's great. I think that's great. I, like I'm in total favor for it, man. I think the league, and I, and I hope it works. And they've got crazy structure, crazy uh, funding back behind them. They got like Kevin uh, Durant, uh, Devin Booker, uh, Carmelo Anthony. Uh, they have uh, Jeff Bezos from Amazon. They've got uh, capital venture companies. So I mean, our venture capital companies. I mean, I think they're going to be fine. I think. Um, the league should work, and I hope it does work. So, like more kids can have that same avenue later. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So, man, let's just talk about it, man. Let's move on. Um, I think that was a pretty good segment right there. But let's talk about uh, high school, man. The high school game is completely shifted. It's completely shifted. I mean, the game, high school, like school teams, the structured thing, like everybody's going to prep. In the uh, 9th, 10th, 11th grade now, it's completely changed. Um, the landscape of basketball is changing. Um, uh, let's talk. Uh, let's just go ahead and just, just damn address the elephant in the room. Um, uh, vertical prep, man. Mikey Williams. Uh, I watched I watch, I watch the game. So I'm going to tell you, I think it's just a bad product. It's a yeah. bad product. They get... I think they did it wrong. I think it could be a much better product than what uh, they've put out there now. I will tell them it is year one, so I get it, right? But I think they, um, I think they went about it wrong. Hey, I'll be honest. What you guys you. think? I don't got nothing against that kid, but I don't think he's he's going to the league, in my opinion. I think he's just gonna be one of those guys that just makes a lot of money off his likeness. I don't think. Uh, He's just—I don't know, man. It's, it just doesn't translate. Um, I know that kind of went against against it. I think the vertical thing is cool. Like, I don't—I'm—I'm I'm never against someone starting something new, but I don't know, man. His game to me is just uh... right. Uh, what is he? Uh, my thing is it. One thing is, is, you know, are you trying to pl- are you trying to be a professional? Are you trying to make money, right? Yeah. So I mean, so it's 
a lot of people are trying to play pro, you know, it's not about making money, right? I mean, that comes with the territory, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I guess that will be the question because I, I'm, I'm watching, you know, highlights, watching games and stuff like that. No sets is being ran. Nothing. It's no concepts. I mean, even no help side D. Like I, I, I don't know what's going. On. It's, it's just a. It, it looked like an N one game. Or, or a glorified all-star game. That's what it looks like to me. It looked like N1. That's what it was. That's what that game this past weekend looked like. It was a definite, it looked like an N1 game, 125 to 112. I mean, it was either a wide open three or it was a dump, wide open layup, dump. That's what it was. And I'm just going to keep it a buck with you. And, and I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to discount that game and I'm going to treat it like that because cause it wasn't a real game. And that's how I personally feel. That's my personal opinion. Just the whole game from watching the game and how the how the game was played, it was played more like an N one environment and feel. And I think that's what's kind of messing up the high school basketball game. Like there is no like there's no structure as to what is going on on the basketball court. Like they're just running around, basically just playing pickup. And I mean, anytime you could do, hey, don't put it this way. There's a lot of guys that could play that way, right? Right. Like we all know guys that could play that way. I know plenty of guys that if they were allowed to go play a high school game like that, they would have averaged a 50, 45, 40, 50 all day long. But when you start having to execute transition, uh, secondary break, uh, uh, like damn, get into your set. Uh, like start reading through your second and third option out of sets, that's when you see the basketball players. Most of these guys, they're going to break down when they get to that level of play. But that, so, yeah, you're right. And then, like you say, it's not even about, you know, breaking down. They won't even walk in the door because they can't. Yeah. They don't understand those concepts. So they won't even – so they won't get to that level. And the thing about it is I think for a lot of these kids, it is about the making money aspect of it. And that's cool. And I'm totally with it. But, I mean, he's probably already a millionaire, right? Let's just be honest. I mean, that kid's probably made well over like a million over the last year. So, so that's totally fine. But he's, but, but he's ruining the game, and, and he's letting other people, like, climb on his shoulders and his back and create these names, like, for themselves, or these so-called names. And I think it's just bad for the game. Yeah. Put you on that. Yeah, right. that's my personal feeling. Yeah, I really can't elaborate on that. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel the same. I I I don't know, I don't know. Well, I don't know what's real and what's not. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I, I, we just know we know from experience and seeing what we saw. Be you know what I mean? This is the per this is the perfect damn analogy, and I'm glad you said that because it popped in my head. High school basketball now, at this landscape at this level. It's like reality TV. Yeah. It's like reality TV. It's like reality TV. And they're going to have to transform this thing just to make it into a better product. And let's go ahead and talk about this, too. Kanye West, uh, Donda Academy, he's snatching five stars right now. Which is crazy. He got uh, a Robert Dillingham out of Charlotte over the weekend. And today he snatched uh, what's the kid's name? A Jakai Howard out of Atlanta. Mm. Two five. He got he got two five stars. 
and his school is going to be in Cali. It's going to have 60 students, all tuition free. Um, I don't know the plan. Nobody knows the plan. Nobody knows who's coaching, who's behind it, who's pulling the strings, but he's getting five stars to leave their traditional schools or their schools or their prep schools to come play for him. So I think that's going to be really interesting as far as uh, what that kind of transforms into over the next, what, four years? Let's let's say three, four weeks, right? Because we don't know who else he's going to go get. Oh, shit. Yeah. But, you know, well, that goes back to what you said from the jump. It's like it's high school is going to be obsolete. Basketball is it's more going to be like rec ball now. Yeah. For one. And, and, and then not only that, I think they kind of high, high schools put this, put their own foot in their own mouth because you're not paying coaches. You're paying, looks what, stipends? What is it? Fifteen. $2,500? No, no. That's a lot. Most of these varsity head coaches are making somewhere between 600 to the experienced guys are making 2000 for the season. Well, see, that's my whole point. So, well, even even if that's the case, and that's even worse than I thought it was. So, I mean, like, <laughs> I just don't – I don't see what you can get out of it. And a, lot, a lot of guys are not coaching now, you know, because they love the game. It's more of – Yo, I got to get this bread, you know what I mean? And, you know, you got inflation and everything, so nobody's – they can, you know, go coach any league, travel ball, they can get paid on, you know what I mean? They can train or whatever. So, I mean, high school is just really behind the eight ball on this. They got to figure that out, and I don't think they ever will Um, based on the structure of it, you know what I mean? Uh, but also, too, what's interesting, though, I think um. The world itself, or the United States itself, started to realize how important uh, sports were. Sports um, was or is to uh, the United States economy. You know what I mean? Because you mm-hmm. know, you know, in the days you used to always hear, "Oh, you athlete," and what you're gonna do if you don't make it, and this, that, and the third. They don't understand how many different avenues it creates uh, in the employment realm. You know what I mean? You know what? Go ahead. That's a great point. That's an excellent point. But I'll even say this. I'll say that we're starting to follow that European model. Like We're following that European model. And I think in the next five years, I think you'll see every NBA team will have academy teams. If they're smart, they will have academy teams. They'll have have a first division, they'll have a second, and they'll have a G League team. If they're smart, if not, because what's going to happen is if this overtime thing works, right, if it works the way I think it's going to probably work, you'll start to see overtime moving into ninth grade, eighth grade, and they'll like and they'll obsolete it and they'll start moving these kids through quicker. And that'll be your farm system. Well, will be it, it might get. But see, the thing is, if NBA is not if they're not careful, they 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 can also create another league, another pro league. Pretty much. Especially if the money's right. You know what I mean? That, that's the only thing the United States the United States never had. Well, the NBA never faced. They never faced besides the 70s and 60s of the ABA. Competition. That, that, can, that can happen now, right? Competition, yeah. Never faced competition. Yep. And they did the whole uh, Facebook thing. Whenever we got competition, we just buy them out. Yep. 
And you can't buy a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're sitting so, there looking at Jeff Bezos and Kevin Durant and all those guys. That's going to be a little different, right? That's going to be a little different because now they can challenge you. Right. So players and stuff like that. Now you got to figure yeah. it out. No, that's going to be interesting, man. That's going to be a different thing. That's going to be crazy. So, so let's just – I got a question for you. Kanye West's school, Adanda Academy, is that going to be a boom or is it going to be a bust? Bust. Dijon <laughs> says bust. Hey, go ahead, B. Man, he just – I mean, this, that, that school has no direction. Come on, like, B-John. You got to give us your rant. Come on, give us your rant. You ain't gave us a rant this uh, episode. A rant? <laughs> a rant. Oh, man. I don't even got a rant for that trash, man. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just trash, man. You said bust, huh? Bust. Oh, what about you, T? Not hopeful. I, you know, I, I don't... I, uh, this is the first time I heard it when you told me, so... I mean, here's what I'm going to say. I give it four years. And I think, I don't think, I don't know what Kanye's true ambition is or or his goal is with it, but I don't see, I don't see it being, you know, lasting over four years. You know what I mean? And if it does, I mean, I hope it do, but I just don't, I don't know what, I don't know what they're trying to get out of it. I mean, because you just created a school out of blue. And you start going to get five stars and you're giving out 65 scholarships. Right. And you go all the way to California to do this. And you from Chicago. Well, he lives in Cali, too. Though. But I but you understand where I'm coming from, though, right? Mm-hmm. So you you're from Chicago. So I, I, I just don't I, I don't I don't I can't say that you out here doing it for the kids. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, I think. I think when you're doing something like that, you have to be. It has to be for the kids, man. You you can't be doing stuff like just because uh, somebody else created a good basketball team. Oh, I like basketball or whatever like that. I think it has to be authentic. Authentic, yeah. I think for it to be successful. Be yeah. I think I, I I mean you know what I mean. Well, it's, it's you still can be successful. I I just not I'm not gonna support it if it's not authentic. That's that's my hope. Hey man. I'm a, I'm gonna tell you this right here. I'm gonna go ahead and put it out here. I'm gonna say, bust. I'm gonna give it till January. Bust. <laughs> bust. bust. I'm gonna give it till January. Bust. I'm gonna give it. I don't know January. what the structure is. I don't know what the structure. Is. I don't know what the blueprint is. Nothing's put out on it. You don't. I mean, you can't really find anything on it, right? No, there's nothing. No matter of fact, I think he does have a website now. Somebody was telling me that, that that they believe he has a website now, but I'm gonna hey, yo, but I'm gonna tell you this. I I think it's gonna be one of them things that he kind of pulls kids. He's gonna have these kids. Uh, like he's like I don't he do he had to pull some type of situation or his type of some type of he had to offer these kids something right that nobody else could offer. Let's be honest, no. right? He's a billionaire almost, right? That's my no, he is a billionaire. So that's my right. point. That's all, okay. So that's my point. The concept is stupid. 
the concept. Well, we don't know what the concept is other than he's getting five-star basketball play. He may have those kids sitting out uh, like wearing brown hoodies and wearing his clothes. Yeah, like that damn Martin episode when he went to join that cult. You never know. You never know what this dude's going to do. Lennon, Lennon basketball uniforms. Yeah, like, yeah, you never know, man. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know the vision. I don't know the goal. Um, I just think it's kind of, I don't, it's just weird uh, to me. It's, it's very weird. Now, it may come out and somebody else may be behind it. And he's just kind of the, he's like the money, the finance, the guy that's going out and making the calls and getting the players. That may actually be it. He actually went and landed, um, Another kid too. Um, what's his name? Uh, Jalen Hooks. Mm-hmm. So he's hey he hey look he's grabbing all the five stars. I mean, if, if could Kanye West not get five stars? I mean, hey look this kid Jalen. Hey look this kid Jalen Hooks. This says uh, Donda Academy will be backed by Adidas and landed. Jalen Hook, six six foot seven junior, out of Indiana, with offers from Kansas, Michigan State, Purdue, Illinois, and more. Hook said, "It's just one of those things that you can't pass up." It was more of a family a decision. All of us just felt like it was a it was a chance a, to reach my full potential and grow and get ready for the college level. Yeah, right. So that means if that's the case, the chance to grow, you gotta have they gotta have some they gotta have some great coach there. Or some coach somebody just doing what the hell they doing, right? Yeah, somebody's gotta be behind them. He also pulled Zion Cruz. Right, because I don't see it in other I don't see it. Yeah, he got Zion Cruz also out of uh New Jersey. So I don't know, man. I don't know what type of and he might have gave them some type of likeness deal or some other type of situation. So I don't know what he's going to do. Um, put it this way. They've already scheduled a Sierra uh, Canyon and, and Donda Academy game in February to be played at the Staples Center. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you know, it's Kanye West. <laughs> he going to be like... So you will take- probably see... A concert before the game, something in halftime. You know what this is? This might be a Drake and Kanye thing. Could be. Could be. This might be a Drake and Kanye beef. Well, not even a beef. This could be like a plan, right? Because you know how Drake is so entrenched in that Sierra Canyon movement, and he's dating Bailey's mom or whatever. And then you got West. Well, you got Sierra Canyon. I'm gonna go get my own school. And we're going to play at the Staples Center. Now, what would be super, super, super dope is that if at halftime or before the game or after the game, they did a concert. <laughs> and that's sad. We're talking about high school basketball, and I'm over here worried about the concert. That's what they probably going to do. <laughs> no, uh, them damn motherfuckers. Them motherfuckers, man. Them dudes, man. Straight. Exploitation, dog. You know that. That's, that's exactly what it is. So, man, y'all got any anything else? Nah, man. I think it's gonna be a really good NBA season. A lot of good rookies that people aren't thinking about that aren't flashy, cool names. 
One we didn't talk about, Bones Highland. He's he's gonna play a big yeah. role with Jamal Murray being out. That kid is ready as ever. Um, hey man, I just it's a lot. I'm just happy basketball is back. So I'll tell like, you this: basketball is back fully, yeah. completely. Like the game is back. The game is and back. Then, and and the best part about it is is that there's a lot of drama that's that's around this shit right now, which is actually excellent. I mean, you got the NBA players, you got all those stuff. You got the Lakers, you got the Nets, you got Phoenix, you got the Clippers, you got the Nuggets, you got Utah, and, you know, all the other teams. You got the Hawks. Everybody's going to watch the Hawks this year. Um, and who else you got down there? You got uh, – who else? Who else in the league is going to – that's kind of – Golden State. Golden – I forgot Golden – see, that's how crazy. I forgot Golden State. And I didn't yeah. even miss the – I don't think I mentioned the Lakers, did I? You said Lakers. Yeah. Oh, so I said Lakers. So we got the Lakers, and then you got college. That's a coin toss, if you ask me, for who wins the national championship. I don't, it's going to be a coin toss. Yeah, college is just it's up for grabs. It's up for grabs, which is actually is great for the game of college basketball. Like, like, they're in a weird spot right now because you got all these kids going everywhere, but nobody knows who's going to win the title. Like, there's, like, there's no clear-cut favorite. Can, can, right? I, can, I, can I point this out really quickly? Go ahead. Nuggets just played the Cl- the Clippers in a preseason game. Yes, it's preseason. Bones Highland played 24 minutes off the bench, went eight for 13 with 19 points, two assists, four boards. All the starters for the Nuggets played outside of obviously Jokic, but uh, hey man, he's gonna be a big role for them. That's all I'm saying. Hey, yo. Hey, you, hey, you owned something right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you owned something. But, hey, man, I, and I think I said it on this podcast, too. Bones Highland is the truth. Just like, just like how y'all talked about Cam Thomas, that kid is, is really good. Listen, if he would have played in the NCAA tournament, he would have probably won lottery. Tell you, he would have won lottery for sure, no doubt. Hey, I got my prediction. Yep. Jaden Hard Party. That kid is insanely good. Let me tell you something. That's my number one pick, B. <sighs> Jaden Hardy. He won't. He Jaden Hardy. He's mm. going. He's in the G League, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in the G League. I think that's. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with him. Nah, he's tough. He's tough. That kid is good. He's tough. I love, he is a elite shooter and scorer for sure. No, I think that kid's gonna be super good. So, hey, look, I don't have anything else, man. I think um, nah, we good. Yeah we, yeah, we killed him, man. I think that's a good episode. That's a good first one back for the season. Yeah. That's what's up. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Out of Bounds Basketball Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.